Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to the Corbett Report. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com, and you are tuned into Questions for Corbett here in late February of 2022. And this week's question revolves around a problem that I know everyone in the conspiracy realist space who has ever tried to engage a normie on a issue of substance will will be able to understand and empathize with. And it revolves around that famous quotation from Mark Twain, how easy it is to make people believe a lie and how hard it is to undo that work again. Yes, especially on touchstone, really hot-button issues where we have received however many thousands of hours of cultural indoctrination and programming from the time we are kids to believe certain things about the world. And so you can make a blithe, trite statement in just a few words that can be completely wrong. And you, as a clued-in, switched-on conspiracy realist, may have thousands of hours of research experience under your belt, and boy, do I know about this subject, and I'm going to set you straight on whatever it is, fill in the blank. But then, of course, you're in the position of the madman with all of this knowledge and information trying to condense it down into conversational format so that you can respond to those few words that that person laid out with the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of documented pieces of detail that deconstruct the lie, you've already lost the argument half the time because, well, this either devolves into some crazy rant and you look like a wild-eyed lunatic, or you would just have to take a little piece at a time, a little piece at a time, and you never quite get the full picture in there. So <laughs> let me attempt to do the impossible with today's question, which comes from Daniel. And here's the proviso. This particular question came in recently through the contact form on CorbettReport.com from Daniel, but it is representative of a question that I receive a lot. And in fact, there was just a very similar one just a week or two before Daniel wrote in. So I'm getting this question all the time. So let's let's try to take a representative formulation of this question and see what we can do with it as quickly as possible. Daniel's question. I have watched many of your videos and appreciate all you do so very much. Thank you. The one area that I question your views on is climate change. I feel sure that it is happening, and I wonder if you feel it is all a hoax simply by association with Gates and others who are invested in investing in associated endeavors. I do not think it is a hoax. I think they are using it just like they use other events to their advantage. What do you say? Respectfully, Daniel. P.S. Thanks again. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Daniel, for that very respectfully formulated question. I appreciate that. So, let me do my best to answer this question as quickly as possible, because as anyone who has been following the Corbett Report over the years will know, I have spent literally, at the very least, dozens and dozens of hours talking about the entire can of worms that <laughs> this opens up, because this isn't just one little question. I mean, I guess I could answer, do you think it is a hoax? My, actually, I couldn't even answer that question, because my first question would be, what's it? <laughs> what do you mean by it? What do you mean by climate change? That would be a good place to start, because the answer to that question will have many subsidiary and, and uh, other questions and branches, and we can go off in that direction or this direction. I get what you are asking fundamentally. But it is a much, much, much bigger subject than <laughs> you might think. Just, it's easy to ask the question, but the answer is complicated. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going, going to answer this question in one minute. Brock, put the timer up on screen, please, and let's get things rolling. So, all right. Are you ready? 
Get set. Go. All right, Daniel, first we'll need to define our terms. So we'll have to determine what the average global temperature is and how it's measured. Then we'll have to examine the temperature record to make sure we have an accurate data set to work from. And then we'll have to deal with any anomalies presented by the data in the record. And of course, we'll have to present that data accurately. And then we'll have to listen to actual environmental scientists about the usefulness of the anthropogenic global warming hypothesis to the work of actually preserving natural ecosystems. And we should talk to scientists about the models that form the backbone of our ability to forecast the impact of our actions. We should also keep in mind the politicization of the message and how that interferes with such forecasts, while not forgetting how the nature of science itself is transformed by the perception of crisis. We should also make sure that we are in fact dealing with science and not pseudoscience by clearly stating and then testing a falsifiable hypothesis and... Uh, oh, time up. Oops. Uh, didn't quite make it, did we? Well, hmm, we put a lot on the table there. I hope you agree. There's... There's a dozen or so links for you to start exploring on various aspects of the question that you are asking, but I, I can and yeah, I dare say I will go on. <laughs> uh, we should keep in mind that there are other political agendas at play here. Uh, you should also find out more about the IPCC, the much-vaunted IPCC, and how they compile their infamous report that has so definitively concluded the science on global warming. You'll have to address the fact that 95% of scientists all believe in global warming or climate change or whatever you're calling it this week, right? Uh, we should also address the question of why anyone would lie about this. So, I mean, we all know that the big oil companies knew about this for decades and actively covered it up, right? Hashtag Exxon knew. And what about the scientists? Of course. I mean, why would scientists lie and participate in some giant hoax, huh? We'd have to address that question. And what's the ultimate thesis here? Do you believe that big oil actually supports this transformation of the economy into the new green economy on the basis of some global warming lie about their product? How can you possibly explain that? <laughs> I, I could go on. I really, really could. <laughs> and in fact, if you've been listening for several years, you will know I have. I really, really have gone on and on and on about this topic. And I get it. I really get it. Because your entire life, every bit of cultural programming you have ever received is along one line of thinking on this subject. And yeah, so you hear the crazy conspiracy guy come along and say that there's some sort of, what, the scientists are wrong. When have we ever seen science being politicized or used for any agenda? I don't believe, trust the science, James. <laughs> Follow the science. <laughs> Where have we heard that argument recently? Anyway, I would hope that if nothing else, the people who have been red-pilled by reality in the past couple of years in this generated crisis, will now perhaps start to be able to entertain the question that I have been talking about for the past decade, 15 years actually, but who's counting, uh, about this anthropogenic, anthropogenic global warming hypothesis. 
which we have been fed, at least I have been fed my entire life. And hmm, maybe there's something going on here more than what they're saying. So anyway, I've just provided you with lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of links. It will take you a good long while to explore all of those links and, and see the different pieces of this puzzle and how they fit together and what it means. When you're done with that, come back. I'll have some more for you. But I think that's a good a good amount of material to get you started. And sorry, I didn't quite make it in 60 seconds, but I did my level best. Anyway, this is in addition to an answer, an answer to that question, can of worms, that Daniel and others have opened. Uh, it is also a demonstration of the point that it's very easy to ask a simple question or make a simple statement, but elaborating on the reasons, the real deconstruction of the reasons behind all of this and trying to support it, that can take hours, days, weeks, months, years. It could take your whole lifetime. So <laughs> let's keep that in mind when we're uh, attempting to communicate this information to others. And I hope this is a, at least the beginning of an answer to people like Daniel. And I know there are many people like Daniel out there in the audience. Some people might question climate change. Some people might question, oh, I agree with you, but the overpopulation is the big problem, James. I, I do get this question from time to time, and I, I do my best. I put out lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of material on these subjects, and I get, I, I get that it takes a lot of effort to go and go through all of this material and source all of the documents I'm citing and what have you, but I think if you are genuinely interested in this, it will be worth your while to start exploring this and questioning your own assumptions on this subject. Having said that, I think we'll just wrap it up short and sweet, right? <laughs> James Corbett, CorbettReport.com.